Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Angie Vichayanan, the founder of Leg Up Legal, a mentoring program and platform for prospective law students. Hi, Angie. How are you? Great. How are you, Ari? I'm well. I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Leg Up Legal. I'm a first-generation Asian American and decided to go to law school pretty late in the game. (laughs) I was originally thinking that I would have a long career in advertising and majored in business on my undergrad. And then when I got out, I worked for a couple of years and then the recession hit and derailed all my plans. So I had to think about what I was going to do with my future, and I decided that I was interested in law school, but I really didn't know anything about it. So I took some time to try to figure out what law school was all about and why did I want to be a lawyer. And to do that, I ended up cold calling over 50 lawyers to learn more about the law. And I finally connected with a lawyer that decided to become my mentor, and he really changed the game for me. He helped me connect to other lawyers. He introduced me to tons of people that could show me what the practice was actually like. Then I realized that our profession is one of people connections. It's all about who you know and how well they know you. And I thought that that was one of the hardest things for first generation students to find is finding mentors, finding people who had gone through this whole game before and helping them surpass all of these obstacles that they had to go through in order to become a lawyer. So I decided to create Leg Up Legal to help people like me, or even anybody that is interested in going to law school and has no idea how to figure out how to navigate these waters. We created Leg Up Legal to connect prospective law students to attorney mentors by creating a curriculum around connecting the mentors and teaching them how to build relationships with the mentors. We're helping them to forge their first professional relationships and learn more about the law. How does Leg Up Legal work? Leg Up Legal is a mentoring platform and mobile app. You sign up for the program either through a pre-law advisor who partners with us and then students have access to our platform or you can subscribe to it individually. It's a mobile app in the Apple App Store. You can sign up for the subscription on our website and then you'll get access to our community of mentors and our curriculum for mentoring. You recently produced the Virtual Legal Career Bootcamp. Why did you launch that initiative? Many of the mentees that I've been speaking to are people who are applying to law school in this current application cycle. And as you know, COVID-19 has really messed with the current admission cycle. And a lot of students are really afraid of going to law school right now. And those fears are well-founded because many of them may be going to law school online. Many of them may not have the type of experience that you would typically expect from law school we realized that there were a lot of students that just had a ton of anxiety around going to law school, and they don't understand how our profession is being impacted by COVID-19, how are lawyers being impacted by it, how are our practices changing from it. So I had been interacting with a small community of lawyers on LinkedIn, about 100 or so people on a regular basis, and 
I put this idea out into the world thinking, I really think there's a huge disconnect between things that I hear from the lawyers that I'm talking to and the students that I'm mentoring who are interested in going to law school. And they don't really understand what is happening to our profession, but it's changing so quickly that I'm afraid that law schools may not catch up in time. I talk to all these lawyers and I ask them, hey, would you be willing to come and speak to some students about how you've been impacted by COVID-19, what's changed in your practice, what advice do you have for them going through law school if they start in the fall, and how can they go about setting up their relationships so that they can give themselves the best chances of getting a job on the other side. A lot of the lawyers that I spoke to loved the idea, so they volunteered and the project grew and grew. What initially was supposed to be maybe a one-day, two-day summit expanded into a 10-day virtual boot camp. <laughs> and we had over 60 sessions, over 90 speakers. It ran for two full weeks. We had sessions going from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single day. We also created a community around it by utilizing a Slack workspace where the speakers could connect with the students, the students could all connect with each other, and they could form meaningful connections with people. The whole point was really to allow these students to hear from actual practitioners with their boots on the ground, how is COVID-19 impacting our profession, and give them the opportunity to connect with a lot of people during this time when it was really isolating. A lot of what I heard in their fears was that they may not be able to connect with other students as much as normal if you were to go into law school in person. So we wanted to create an opportunity for them to connect and build a community with many other law students nationwide who were all going through the same thing. So they didn't feel so alone. What specific legal career challenges going forward did the program address? The main challenges we addressed were helping them learn about lots of different practice areas, many emerging practice areas that maybe they weren't thinking about, and helping them see what are the typical ways that COVID-19 is changing the practice as we speak. Courts are doing online hearings, and you may need to learn about how to conduct a hearing online, and you may need to learn about what technology tools you need to use in order to be able to practice in the future. And I think that those are all things that a lot of law students don't think about. And a lot of law schools don't teach, quite frankly. They don't teach you what technology tools that you're supposed to be using and how do you work remotely. <laughs> those are all things that we set out to address. So we had sessions on how do you thrive in a remote work environment. We had one session about litigation consulting and some of the challenges that litigators are facing right now in jury selection, in all sorts of ways that our profession has changed because you have to now select juries remotely or you have to have certain technology in order to participate in trials. It's all sorts of different than it used to be. And I think right now it's the Wild West. Nobody knows what's happening. We really, really wanted to just capture that and say, okay, this is the future of our profession. We all need to be involved in this conversation. Maybe we don't have all the right answers right now, but this is how lawyers are tackling it in the moment. What are your thoughts on how this is going to be moving and what can you do as law students to help us with building the future of our profession? You mentioned emerging practice areas. What are some of the opportunities that the speakers identified in the current market? We had a legal tech panel talking about all sorts of interesting legal tech that has popped up, and we talked about alternative career paths like litigation consulting or like e-discovery, all of these areas that are continuing to expand during this time, even though there's many areas of law that are constricting, 
So we also opened up their minds to some of the more traditional areas that are more niche, like entertainment law or trademark law. We had just lots of career panels on lots of different things. We even had a federal judges panel where three federal judges came and spoke about their career paths. And we had an administrative judges panel. A lot of opportunities to speak to people that come from so many different backgrounds. And it was just very eye-opening, I think, for a lot of the students that they should be doing a lot more career exploration early on. What are the most common questions you typically receive when you're mentoring a prospective law student? How do I get a good paying job? (laughs) I think it's probably number one. How do I avoid going into hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt? Probably the second most common. What type of law school should I be applying to? All of those things. But I think it's funny because the most important thing that they should be asking is the question that no one asks, which is, how do I figure out which area of law I should go into? How do I figure out what makes my heart sing and whether or not I'm going to enjoy the practice of law? That is a more important question than how do you get into law school? Because at the end of the day, if you don't actually want to be a lawyer, then you have no business applying to law school. But if you don't know what that means, if you don't know what being a lawyer means and what the actual practice is like, then you have no hope and a prayer of understanding whether or not law school is right for you. The most important thing that they should ask is, how do I learn more about what being a lawyer is like? And that's what our mentoring program does. It allows them to match with people from many different practice areas. And so they can learn a little bit more about what actually being a lawyer is like before they make the decision, yes or no, am I going to go spend $150,000 in three years of my life on law school? Speaking of that, would you recommend prospects enter law school this fall? I think I would recommend it under very limited circumstances. For the people that I've been advising, recognize I have no skin in the game. I don't get paid by law school if students decide to go or not. (laughs) So I'm sure I can be a little bit more liberal in my answers than even law school admissions folks or pre-law advisors. But my view is if you received a very, very good scholarship to a very good school and you really, really want to start on that journey now, sure, you should go. If you are independently wealthy and you can pay for law school easily and you want to start law school now, sure, go. If you have somebody else who is paying for it, like your parents, and you want to start law school now, sure, go. If you are paying for law school on your own or you're taking a significant amount of loans for it, I would highly second guess whether or not starting law school right now is a good decision because I just don't think you're getting the quality of education that most people get when they go to law school. People can debate all day whether or not that quality of education is up to par because I think a lot of people feel like a legal education may not provide you everything that you need to practice, which it doesn't. But even still, you may not even be getting what most people were getting last year or the year before, because a lot of what you get out of law school are the connections that you build there with other law students, with professors, with all of your peers and the people around you. If you're not really able to get the full benefit of that this fall because you're doing law school online, it may not be the best idea to go. With that in mind, where do you see the legal market headed? a lot of things changing in our profession even before COVID-19 hit, although COVID-19 definitely accelerated a lot of change in many ways. Where we're headed is we need to find ways to provide legal services more efficiently and more cost-effectively so that more people can afford it. Because 
you're seeing more and more in the legal profession that there's a divergence among who can afford legal services. A lot of people go to law school thinking that they're going to serve individuals like you and me and help them with individual problems like wills or DUIs or something like that. But at the end of the day, most of the demand for legal services is heading in the direction of organizations because they're the ones who can afford to pay for it. People need to find a way to serve individuals in a more cost-effective manner so that the market for legal services serving people continues to grow. Also, people who are not necessarily opposed to serving organizations should open up their minds to it and be more business-minded. Law school right now needs people going to law school who are more entrepreneurial, people who are more innovative, people who can think of how to do things differently. It needs less of the people who are set in the traditional ways. That means that it needs to call upon people for all sorts of different disciplines to enter it. One of the things that I've noticed a lot is many of the students that I see applying to law schools come from the traditional disciplines or the traditional undergraduate majors like political science or whatever, but many people apply to law school outside of those disciplines and do really, really well while they're in law school too. And we've always told everyone that I talk to about this that you don't have to come from one of those core majors that you think is what makes a law student. That's not what makes a law student. And in fact, law schools try really, really hard to admit people from lots of different disciplines. And we need that right now because our profession is changing very quickly. And we need people who can answer that call and lead that change. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Angie Vichianen, the founder of Leg Up Legal, a mentoring program and platform for prospective law students. Angie, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.